0: Welcome back to another episode of Rags to Riches. Uh, Today we are wrapping up our women's ministry series. And so today we have with us our very own sister Yvette Contreras, our pastor's wife here. Uh, We love her so much and everything that she does for Souls Harbor. And uh, today I want to just allow her to take a moment, give her testimony where God has brought her and allow her to just share with you how good God has been to her in her life.
1: Okay. Um Okay. my name is Yvette Catraire, and I grew up in Louisiana in Punula, Louisiana. Um, my dad was a minister and um and we were we never had a stable foundation, never went to a regular church, uh never a pastor just went from church to church to church to church so um I was scattered in religion, scattered in beliefs. Didn't really know what I believed didn't know what I wasn't taught much um I was taught to pray but um then, as I grew up, I went to a youth camp and I met Jesse Katrere and started going to his church and there um there was the the rest of the story is that we ended up marrying and uh from their own brother Ray Hudson was our pastor he taught us love, compassion, and he he taught me to to love myself and to love fall in love with the Lord. And it wasn't all about religion. It was just the love of God. And um, so we went from there to evangelizing and, and learned a lot of stuff on evangelizing. And as our life went from one thing to another, I grew in God. And I grew with learning how to love the Lord and trust the Lord for myself. And all the things that I was taught as I was growing up, it was um there was things that I was taught that that was um really not needful. The things that um that I needed, I wasn't taught, but I learned that through prayer and fasting and uh studying the Word of God on my own and uh so um that is um you you can't worry about where you come from is where you're going, and you can't say that it's my dad's fault or my mom's fault or whoever's fault. But when you fall in love with the Lord, the Lord will direct you more than just the outward in your heart. He will give you the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding in learning His Word. and um, And through that, I grew to learn the Lord and I grew His ways and I grew to understand the wrong and the right of religion. And um, I didn't fall in love with religion I fell in love with God And I taught my children to do that And so then we evangelize And in evangelizing You see a lot of the good and the bad And uh, and then in that You have to find yourself And you have to pull yourself And you have to have a prayer life And you have to fast and pray And ask the Lord to help you through All of the good and the bad in the evangelizing The hard times And in the hard times It makes you stronger And and um, so we just went from that to a pastor in a church coming here. I was told that uh, I would never be a pastor's wife. I didn't have the goods because didn't know how to sing, didn't know how to play uh, an instrument. Um, I wasn't qualified to be a preacher's wife which I don't really know what that means. I don't think you really qualified God calls you. And um but God put me in that position and God has allowed me to pass for 31 years. So um it doesn't matter what people say It's what God says and that is where I am today is what God says.
0: I mean that's so true. That, uh, I mean and I will uh, just kind of going back on some of the things you said in your past about not having the best examples of, right, of, right? of upbringing as far as Christianity and stuff goes. And that's one thing um, I was always told to me growing up as a kid, and even Brother Contreras has echoed that since I've been here, that sometimes our past or the people that have brought us through life Sometimes we're such a bad example, and mm-hmm. they were a good example of what not to be like, and I feel like mm-hmm. that's that's kind of where you went from. You seen where you came from, and realized that that's not something that you wanted to continue to live your life. No,
1: I was never. We was it was um, from one extreme to the other. You went from you. I went to church, but it was a different church every service. Um, never youth group. Never youth. N- nothing um never a pastor so i never did know what that was i knew that there was church we went to church i was we went to church that was basically and then we prayed and we had uh, what they called back in the day um prayer meetings and so i was raised around the church but i was not raised in the church as far as I know of it today, but I'll have been raised around it. And a lot of parents get caught up in taking their ch- children to church, and they they don't understand that a child needs more than just being raised around the church. They need to be in a church. They need to be stable. They need to be founded in a, a church. They need to know that they have a pastor. They need to know that they have people that they could depend on because the world is a bad place. and And you would get twisted in your mind in religion, not knowing what's right or what's wrong, if you don't have those foundations of the true Word of God. And studying the Word of God and uh, applying yourself and knowing what's right and what's wrong in the Word of God. And um, so, yeah, I could say that— We went to church, but when I say we went to church, to some people say they say they are religious and they grew up in church. But a lot of the people in religion thinks that they grew up in church so they would know the Word of God. I grew up in around the church and it's different than growing up around a church and growing up in the church because we never had the Bible studies and you never had Bible drills and you never had that. So the word of God was not instilled in me. I had to learn it and find it on my own as a young adult. And, uh, so that, that take, you know, you, you apply yourself, you pray and you fast and God opens the doors and gives you the strength to do that. But it's possible. It mm-hmm. can happen. So, um, uh, when I met Brother Kutraer, then we started dating, and he was founded in the Word. His church and his his family went to one church all of their life, uh, Wednesdays, Sunday mornings, Sunday nights. On Saturdays, they went to church. I mean, it was just in church all the time, one church. They had a passion. They had a youth group. They had Sunday school classes. So he knew the Word, and through that, he taught me how to live and how to study out the word of God.
0: I mean, it was almost as if he was the stability that you, that you actually needed in life to actually, to get that foundation. So, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, well, sure. Uh, we know you're a busy woman, so we don't want to keep you too long. Uh, I'm going to ask you a couple questions and then, uh, we'll let you, uh, continue on with what you're doing. But, um, first question, uh, what ways do you ensure yourself that you are in God's perfect will?
1: When you have the peace uh, when you have the peace in your soul that you are doing what God has placed in your heart and in your your mind and you feel the complete, you're complete um, it's not a struggle. it's not you don't dread it, you don't you don't despise God's calling you you know that whenever you do something it, you feel good about it. Because you know that God is got His hands on you, and God has called you for such a time as this. Instead of you know just feeling like you're in a hurry or you've, you you're you're lost, um, I never feel like that. I I get weary, get weary. I never I never get I've never been burnt out with the Lord, but I have been tired because I apply myself to the fullness. Mm-hmm. I've always believed that if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it to the fullness, and um, and it gives you a complete inside, and then you know, and when you pray and you fast and you study the Word and you know that it's a complete in your heart and in your soul, that You're doing God's will. Mm -hmm. You're doing God, and when you see people growing, and you see people that your hand, your you have your handprints in their life, and uh, you're and they're following you, you you feel that that is what your the Lord has called you to do, and it's not name and it's not fame. It's just the word of God, and it's a calling that God's put upon your life.
0: I mean, and I, I mean, and as somebody who's who. Is very involved here at the church. I mean, I'll say that like me and I f- 100% believe that me and my wife would not be people that we are without you and Brother Couture and what y'all have done for us in our lives. I um, mean, y'all are great role models. Y'all have shown us Thank you. Uh, how how to be the perfect example of a Christian. So, uh, I, And we love and appreciate y'all for that. Um, second question is, how do you balance home life as well as being a pastor's wife?
1: No, that's not that that's hard. <laughs> because God comes first. Yeah. You know, a lot of times people say family and family does come first. Family does come first. And I've seen a lot of ministers, their family is first. I mean, but uh with us it's it's um family is very important, family does come first. But whenever it's it's um it's it it, it depends. It depends If there's someone in the hospital that is critical or you're fixing to have a birthday party, someone's dying in the hospital and they're critical and you're having a birthday party, Uh, then you have to know in your heart you got to do what's right. And and the family understands your family is called into this as much as you are. Um, And, you know, sometimes I've seen and I hate to say this, but I've seen selfish ministers or selfish ministers in their family because it's all me, me, me. And you're serving servant of God. You're a servant. You, you have to, you have to be willing when you feel the calling of God on your life, you marry into the ministry. And I was not aware of all of this. I was young, uh, when I come into the ministry. So I was not aware of nothing I learned through listening to men men of God, watching men of God, watching their wives, watching their families. I've learned um through that that um my role model, I guess, is Sister Pat Wilson because with all the things that they've ever went through in their life, they've always stood faithful and she's always given into the Lord and and she's blessed. They're blessed for that. Their families are blessed. But um it's it's you don't be selfish and you balance it by with your children not feeling like you know get mad or getting upset you know they have to balance it you could find another time to have a birthday party when someone's passing away at the hospital and you feel like you need to be there um you go husband goes or you go and then you you know you you balance it and if a family has your same, same burden then they will feel that same calling too so it it comes with time it comes with uh understanding it comes with um sometimes the days you can do so some some things and then some days you you know you have all these days that you don't there's nothing that's nothing really getting a hold of you and then all of a sudden it's like a flood that comes in it's like oh my goodness I've got all these things I got to do and you get overwhelmed by it but um balancing it it's um it's if the family is together on board you work together with it, and the Lord supplies it. And vacation, I know whenever our children were young, seemed like every time you plan a vacation, somebody got ill in the hospital, they were sick in the hospital, they were at death's door, so what do we do? You put the vacation. <laughs> you instead of going five days, you go three days. So you know you, you there. If you got a calling, it doesn't matter. So if you feel that calling, it it doesn't matter because you 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 want to do what God's called you to do. So I agree. I don't know if that no, answers it.
0: It does. It does. Uh, I mean, I, I agree with that as well. That it does take an entire family. Yeah, the whole family to carry that burden. And so uh, I agree that, and especially like with you and Brother Contrera, like for example, if. If he's all in and he's ready to go and mm-hmm. do a work, but you're still kind of hesitant or you're still or you're maybe struggling with some things.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you can make you can. Oh, well. I don't know if we overstep in here. I've always heard my pastor's wife and I've allowed pastor's wife to teach me. Uh, a minister's wife can make or break the ministry. Just as a minister can, you make or break your ministry. You can, some preachers or some ministers get, and their wife is all about the name and the claim and the shame and the whatever it is, but you make or break it. You can be selfish or you can be where uh, it's all about me and forget about somebody praying in the altar. It's all about me. Um, That's not. I don't call that a ministry. Mm. <laughs> I don't, I don't call that a ministry. I call that um a show. Mm-hmm. I call that uh a show. And and we got too many of that in in, in the in the church world today. We it doesn't matter, what is CO is saying? It doesn't matter how much you care until you show how much you care. Mm. It doesn't matter. I I think I said that wrong. It doesn't matter how much you, what is the saying? It doesn't matter how much you care until you show how much you care. Um, You can speak, I love you and I love you and I love you. But if you never show that you love somebody, then it's just words. Mm -hmm. But... um, yeah, I just you know you just have to just the ministry is uh, is God called.
0: Yeah, it's a team effort. Like it takes mm-hmm. two, it takes two to, to make it work. Um, so yeah, I definitely agree with that, Sister Couture. I feel like I mean, and and God has proven that. I feel like over the years with you and Brother Couture, with the work that y'all have done here in Walnut, that and God has blessed that because y'all both have had the same goals for the most part and mm-hmm. most time. Uh, just. To see God do a work And to see To see Souls saved And, and God has Blessed y'all for that and, and I feel like That is an awesome thing That, that you both Have started here Um, Last question Sister Tray, And then we'll We'll let you uh Get back Get back to what you're doing Um, What advice Would you have For a young Minister's wife Or a young Pastor's wife Who is Either interested In getting involved In ministry Or already there
1: Well the first thing I would say Don't take anything Personal i was told that a long time ago don't take and and you you may think that is so i don't understand but there are people uh that um that if you feel like you're in you're called and you go to a small church or you go to a large church or you go to just a street corner wherever that god's called you to go and um you feel like you're doing something for the Lord, and there will be people that will judge you or criticize or or say things. Just don't ever take anything personal. If you know in your heart that this is what God's called you to do, and you have a zeal to do it and a desire to do it, do it with all your might. It does come by prayer and fasting, dedication to the Lord. Um, worry about how you feel with the Lord and your husband. And uh, do what you feel like. Stay balanced. Don't go from one extreme to the other. And do not raise your children to be one extreme to the other. Stay balanced. Stay faithful in all things, not just in money, money but in time, in effort, show love and kindness. That don't cost nothing. That don't cost nothing to show love and kindness to someone. They may not dress like you. They may not look like you. They may be from the other side of the tracks. They may be where I came from. But, you know, years ago, I had a, a preacher's daughter tell me, um, you'll never, she thought I'll never amount to anything. And then whenever I was like, that it's amazing what God can do. Mm-hmm. So you never know that who you who you minister to, that child or that as a young minister's wife, you never know they grow up to be an adult and it might be the best thing. They might come back to help you in your church later on in life. You just be careful and pray and fast and live the life, and that's all that's all you're required to do by God.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree, and I feel like uh, I believe it's uh, you and Brother Trevor, I think you both have said this. To to me at least, um, one thing that y'all have learned just from the thirty one years that y'all have pastored is love them. If someone decides they Mm want to leave or go, Mm -hmm. love them while they're going. Mm -hmm. Um, because you never know. Like you said, they may come back one day. Yeah. And so you don't want there to be something that's like hanging over the y'all y'all's relationship from something that was done in the past. I mean, and we all we're all human. We all. Yeah. Have moments of frustration or whatever, but you you can't allow those things to be the main. The main not reaction. if you
1: not if you're a true servant of God. Amen. I agree. You've got to love them and let them have their moment of lot, of time if that's what they feel like they're going they need to do. And you never know; it might be a full circle, and they'll come back. Mm-hmm. But when they come back, they will love you more when they come back mm-hmm. than what they do when they left because they sh- you showed compassion. Amen. And that's 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 part of the ministry of compassion and love and understanding. It's not all about me and you and who who else. It's about God and and uh the walk your walk with the Lord and being being a servant of God.
0: Amen. I agree. Well, Sister Chair, we love you. Uh, we we thank you for doing this for us today. Um again, we're we love the work that you and know, the chair do here and, and how and we are huge role models and so uh Again, we're always here for you. So but um until next time, God bless you all.